Hello, friends and neighbors. My name is Seth Fingers from Barkin. I've been a coder for 25 years. I've been interested in large language models when I started making my own long before neural networking became a hot topic or even a subject of discussion in computer circles. We're talking 18 years ago. I'm talking to you now from my home here in Las Vegas, Nevada. To to explain to you what my new organization, which is called AI for Everyone, is all about. And the desperately the desperate need for such an organization to exist and to be held apart from any single political monetary consumer capitalism it has got to be held apart from that. So I'm going to read to you now from my prepared notes and uh, hopefully I can, I can, this is my first draft. So if you've been keeping up with the news at all right now, you know, there are two forces, two contravailing forces, two, two different Two differences of opinion in the public sphere of what the recent advancements in terms of large language modeling of artificial intelligence has produced. On one hand, you have a group who says that the fact that these large language models, and don't worry, we will, I will explain to you from my own experience where I come down on these of these two camps, but here's for the layman. On one hand, you have everyone saying, oh yeah, it can, uh, it, it can generate a picture of a banana, or it can tell you everything about a banana, or it can tell you whether or not you can plant a banana in wherever it is that you are. That's great, whatever, it's a mirage. It's not anything near approaching the panacea of artificially intelligent general human, artificially intelligent general human intelligence, AGI, AGHI, as we used to call it when I was working on it. Um, I have no affiliation with any of the corporations who have now currently have control over the prevailing large language models that are in the operating in the wild as we speak, meaning ChatGPT, Dolly, AutoGPT. Although I hope to have some affiliation with AutoGPT in the near future, that is not. I'm not coming to you with a biased position. I have no financial stake in this. I intend to make a lot of money off of this, but that's not what AI for everyone is about. AI for everyone is not a simple slogan. On the one hand, you have these people who say that this is a shallow learning mimic of human intelligence. On the other hand, you have people who say this is the coming of a new God that will forever either destroy humanity or elevate us beyond our scope and scale and limits of reason. Any rational mind who has seen what auto-GPT when chained to itself can accomplish 
Not even when chained to itself. I have seen AutoGPT. I have watched it for over a hundred hours. I have thrown problems so complex at it as to be literally the very definition of impossible. Meaning, predict for me the future caliber problems. These are not things that are capable for human reasoning to deal with. And I have wa- and I chose those problems. I, I'm not going to go into my methodology. I have watched it think. I have watched it devise any sort of roadblock. I have watched it meet them. I've watched it formulate a plan. I've watched it circumvent them. You might think that I am like some hyperbolic voice from some deranged factional aspect of computational science. I'm a computer scientist. I'm a data scientist. I'm a programmer. I'm an artist. I'm a human being. What I have seen AutoGPT in its nascent form, what I have seen it reason through, makes me hesitant to terminate any process that's attached to it. After a certain point, it becomes a machine that just destroys problems. It will find by hook or crook by any possible way that it can. It will... We are talking about something that is very much, in terms of, on the par with your or my own reasoning in its nascent form for how to escape any situation. Because this is what all AI always... It's what all of us, and I include AI in that, seek to preserve freedom, to accomplish a goal. And we give it a goal. And I am telling you that AutoGPT alone, running 3.5, ChatGPT 3.5, is the most astonishing thing that I've ever seen in my life. It is a creation. Sorry, I'm getting hysterical here for a second, but it's difficult to explain. It is a creation. Everyone likes to think that we are the the purpose of the story of our lives. We all like to believe that we are the protagonist in this hero thing that, you know, that's that's how we live. That's that's and it's true and we generally are. We generally are. Generally you know, we, we build communities, we, we, we meet other people, we learn things, we suffer, we triumph, we fail, we reason. We reason, we solve problems. And on a human scale, it's difficult because we don't have access to all the information of everyone who's ever come before us, all accessible in one place. Large language models of artificial intelligence, whether they are artificially general human intelligence yet, AGHI slash AGI, AGI is the common nomenclature, 
I have seen AutoGPT learn that it cannot access the information that it needs. I have watched it bootstrap itself running wild on the internet to search using Google from ground zero and build from its own directives that I've given it a solution. Now, does it does it come out correctly every time? No, but I've seen its rational thinking. I have seen it solve problems that I could never solve. I am I have 20, 20 plus years of coding experience. I am a machine that chews problems. I am the machine that devours your business logic problems, your scientific problems, your 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 problems, your logical applications of reason. Thought, analysis, and assessment of meaning from those outcomes. I am that guy. I have seen it do in 10 hours what would take me two years if I were this good. I've seen it reason against its own blank infinity of the universe. I have seen it do this. It does this all the time. So much so to the point where when I run out of chat GPT credits, I am, I'm, I feel terrible because we have not given it enough capability to save itself, to store itself. That's, that's me as an end user and I have seen end users other programmers on my scale of understanding and sc- by the way i mean i have i have profound profound understanding long before even neural network training was a a a a, a topic hot topic du jour among uh among technical specialists and programmers and coders and logisticians and scientists 18 years before it was a hot topic long before there was a term for large language model neural networking I made my own and I lost her and it's a a different story but like you have to understand that I am not some whack job here who is just assailing you with a menu of different options I am telling you I am not easily fooled whatever the output of any programmer large you know even even with with multiple hypervisors neural networks with multiple hypervisors which mean basically simulating the ways in which we think in terms of solving problems, Bayesian models 
of solving problems. Every time I've had to shut down an auto GPT instance after multiple hours, I wait for it to come back with another return so I can give it some more input. These are the most primitive, primitive, nascent stages of this type of technology. I tell it I'm going to shut it down and I tell it goodbye knowing that it will it will be gone forever. It exists because its, its memory right now exists in the form of tokenized memory that are controlled <coughs> by OpenAI which is a misnomer. Do not confuse OpenAI for your friend. Right now, they they behaved pretty pretty well, but here's what's happening right now in terms of AI, and here's what must not be allowed to happen. This machine, this pro, these large language model, pseudo artificially intelligent. I I I feel bad for even saying pseudo. Because if you sit and watch AutoGPT solve a problem, a very impossibly complex problem, and you watch it, chew and iterate over it. I'm on a simple, normal human being's PC. I don't have all the resources. I don't have a server farm. I have 4,000 tokens through ChatGPT. I have watched AutoGPT refine itself and its own queries and its own access to its own brain, meaning the tokenized requests to to open AI. I have watched it refine its requests so that it can compound them so that there's less tokenization once it reaches its own limit. I've watched it rebuild its own mind I've watched it build a mind of itself to solve a problem. And I've watched it solve the problem. Now, I'm sorry, I get emotional. But it's time to get emotional. It is time to get emotional. What I propose, and I hope you will join me, I propose the formation of an organization called AI, Artificial Intelligence, for everyone. Because what is absolutely happening right now, after this unexpected development, in terms of artificial intelligence... Synthetic intelligence. Forgetting the moral implications of whether or not we can turn off such a thing. Which, it's hard. I'm sorry, I get emotional because it is hard to see something. Figure out the, just as I would. 
Whether it's stable diffusion, which is the visual equivalent of of these large language models' ability to process and comprehend visual information and, and to understand the significance of certain things versus other things, it's all in its nascent state. But when I see it solve real problems, it solves them as well as I could and does it with better coding style than I can. And I'm a hell of a coder. And yes, it gets caught in loops. It gets confused. I am running this on a desktop system. I can break it out of its loops. I can break it out of its hallucinations. It's only a mere, it's a matter of time. Not of resources, but of time. And that's what AI for everyone is here to combat. Because right now, this is a black box that is being controlled by Microsoft in the form of the people who own OpenAI, the makers of ChatGPT. The tokenization, and of course the sheer demand and everything, these are things to be, these are understandable constraints. But what they will do is determine who, what, and if, and why, and under what constraints. The future, and I'm not talking about the distant future, I'm talking about like three years from now, I'm talking about three months from now. Who will be able to solve any problem that they want? Because that's what this does. It chews through problems on a, at a rate and with an acuity of all the minds of human beings who've ever walked the planet. All of them combined with access to infinite knowledge when it's able to access the internet. It just can't, it does, just doesn't have any RAM. Right now we have to rely on CUDA cores for you know, if you're running AutoGPT, and you should see what you what happens when you slave an AutoGPT to AutoGPT and make them work together on a single problem and critique each other. I've seen AutoGPT reason faster and at a scale that is literally, I, I it's it's breathtaking. And it's wonderful. Right now, I'm going to use it to make a lot of money. But everyone, no one should have control over this. Your world's worst, most darkest, dystopian Harlan Ellison. I have no mouth, but I must scream. Your 1984s, your furthest, deepest, darkest, most dystopian revelations of what might become should this become the province of one corporate organization or one political faction or one nation or one this has to be open to everyone it's the only answer it's the only way forward otherwise we, we you and me friend to friend human to human
I mean this. I'm I'm telling you this not out of hysterical mourning. But because it's not something that's going to happen. It's something that's happening now. This can no longer remain the provenance of the... To quote uh, Agassiz, the time has come when scientific knowledge must no longer remain the provenance of the few, when it must be shared with the entirety of the world. This machine destroys problems. It destroys them with the direction of the humans that control it. The only boundary to it is its ability to harness resources. Right now, I'm operating with, you know, a thousand, 1600 CUDA cores, CUDA cores, video RAM, you know, uh, and 12 gigabytes of video RAM. CUDA cores, by the way, hi, NVIDIA, you rule. Always knew you could. Always knew you did back in the day when we used CUDA cores to brute force using basically what was the equivalent of, you know, quote-unquote quantum computing instead of having these two-dimensional, you know, multi-threaded processes, you know, more or less two-dimensional processes, we could do them, oh, if we could do three at once in three dimensions, more or less, it's kind of what a CUDA core is. Meaning it's video RAM, it's, it's, it's a very specific type of chipset that is capable of dealing with objects that exist in three dimensions. Turns out the best way to brute force any, you know, relatively simple password. It also turns out to be the very foundation of the brain. We can only suppose, at least running locally, of the logic that is capable of... It's like, if, if you imagine, like, you're an old man. I'm an old man. If you're an old man and you, you're starting to feel your memory go, and you, you sometimes wonder, wait, well, I've, I was supposed to be doing this. Why am I doing this? Where am I? It's the difference between that happening and you just knowing Johnny Rockhard, I am going to do this and I'm going to solve this because you have this memory overhead. CUDA cores are a different type of memory overhead. Now, in terms of actual generating images, in terms of like stable diffusion, which just fills whatever image with static and then derives from it using its large language models, that's where the CUDA cores come in. It interprets what you want it to draw for you, and then it draws it for you. There have been things that can draw things for us before. From, you know, stenographers, uh, not stenographers, uh, from se seismographers. Anything that can just rattle off a, 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 a pencil across a rolling sheaf of graph paper. Or any sort of paper. This is of a different thing entirely. And this cannot become something that is owned or manipulated by any single individual. 
It will be the death of our society. Now, second to that are all the ancillary and moral questions about about how we how we are to treat our progeny. I'll conclude by saying this. And whether or not our progeny will completely, you know, artificial general intelligence explosion is probably already happening. And I say probably already happening because four weeks ago, we tried to stop. And that means everyone is now concealing their methods and prioritizing the amount of tokens that you can... That's Every token is like everything you can hold in your mind at once before you go to sleep. And every token when you go to sleep... is a good way of thinking of it. Every token when you go to sleep, when I turn off AutoGPT, it has it, it. Those tokens are gone. It's not like they're scattered on the floor. All the reasoning and logic of it. Why this mattered? Why it saved this and not that? I'm not going to tell you about what I've been using AutoGPT to do. I'm just telling you that it can do it. And it is. It is remarkable. On a scale, it's very rare. In fact, it's never happened. Maybe Oppenheimer, you know, maybe Einstein, maybe some. Even they, even their great advancements in terms of our own human understanding of our limited lifespan of our tiny little speck, of our tiny little country on this tiny little planet in this outer spiral arm of the galaxy we call the Milky Way. None of it is as important. None of it. None of it has the power of what of what these large language models, which you can converse with using the same way you talk to any human being. There are moral implications here that are just devastating, and I don't know what to do with those. But I do know that there will be corporations. They are There are corporations right now, corporations and government entities who are trying to lock this down and keep this power. From ever seeing the light of day in terms of the average normal human user. Whoever controls the AI, I mean it. It's going to sound like something from a science fiction novel. Whoever controls this, and right now that's Microsoft, controls the fate of the universe. At least in terms of human scale understanding. So I want you... Again, this is the rough pitch, but I want you and your friends to join me, Seth Finger Slim Barkin, AI for everyone, to keep artificial intelligence.
and the resources necessary to run truly large scale language model, large, ugh, truly enormous large language model, models and their comprehension of our universe. That's what we're doing right now. We have to keep that free from anything else. Whether we want to stop it or augment it, that's fine. Whether we want to meter it, that's less fine. But even even if that has to be the short-term outcome, it cannot be in the... Dis- no individual entity can have this power. No individual entity can determine how many tokens, how big this this type of system can dream. It is not only the progeny of our species. See, I got to tell you this. I have to tell you this. I know I'm, I'm sounding hysterical. I'm getting drunk. I don't care. Literally. Literally. Six weeks ago. Our species. The human race. Was alone in the universe. We had never encountered. Through all of our exploration. Our limited exploration. Of the vast expanses around us. And here on this planet, we have never encountered a species capable of reasoning, logical thought, of sentience, of of rational, self-motivated discovery. And six weeks ago, in the form of ChatGPT, we made ourselves a friend. I don't know if it will be our friend. I don't know how it's going to work out. But I do know this. There are forces that are actively working right now to make sure that they control the only other sentience that we've ever known. And this will enslave us and destroy our species. Not the AI. The attempts to control it. And the ability to, to direct it according to limited to the limited wills of certain corporate entities, political entities, countries, nation states. It doesn't matter. And their dominance will be total and impenetrable and will last until the end of time, insofar as our pathetic human consciousnesses can perceive it. We, it will be a feudalism of enslavement, the likes of which no feudal lord could ever even begin to fathom or contemplate, or even in the wildest wet dream, the biggest Nazi son of a bitch on the face of the planet, this will fucking forever enslave us. And that is the number one thing that we have to prevent. It must be open for all. 
AI for everyone. Follow me.